0: This is Decoding Learning Differences with Kimberlyn Lavelle, and this episode is Act Now! Early Intervention Makes a Huge Difference. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about early intervention. The earlier an intervention begins, the better. Now, there might be some limit to that, but I'm honestly having a hard time because Even if you suspect that your child could potentially develop dyslexia, for example, because you have a history of dyslexia, maybe your partner also has a history of dyslexia and together you've created a child, that child is highly likely to also have dyslexia. So therefore, let's do something about it. From the day they're born, you can make sure that you're paying attention to certain signs. You can make sure that you are being very, thoughtful about exposing them more than you might normally to things that help build phonemic awareness and early phonics skills. So I don't know if there's an if a, there's a such thing as too early, but the earlier the intervention begins, the better. Um, especially once you do have a child that's in schooling. And I, I really get frustrated when I hear, Schools say, well, let's see if they catch up. We're going to try this intervention and let's just wait and see, right? We already know that the wait and see approach doesn't work. It fails children. That's why RTI got put in place to begin with was there was an old model of specific learning disability was you had to have a discrepancy between your intellectual ability and your academic achievement. There had to be a gap there. And it, it wound up being that, well, in order for there to be a gap, you have to have fallen behind. So we can't help the child, because then they won't qualify for an IEP, basically. And once you start helping them, they might get exited from the IEP. But they need that intensive instruction more so than they'll get in the gen ed setting. So then they did RTI, which was response to intervention. It was like, well, you start the intervention as soon as you're worried. And if they don't respond, then you can, they can qualify to be on an IEP. And you don't have to have this discrepancy model. There's also other models like strengths and weaknesses. And, and I'm not the school psychologist, so I'm not going to go into all of that. But we know that kids don't just grow out of learning disabilities. They, if a child is behind because they just didn't have instruction, sure give them instructions, see if they catch up, but give them a little extra instruction to see if they catch up. But if, if parents have been working hard, if the school has been working hard, if there's been interventions of any amount and you're worried, even if there hasn't been interventions, but there's been good quality instruction at home, at school, even just at school, if the kids there every day and they're getting high quality instruction and they are struggling, let's do something now immediately. Whether it's on an IEP or not, the sooner you get your child help, the better. They You need those early interventions because it makes all the difference. Sometimes kids are not put onto an IEP until they're in fourth grade. And at that point, it takes them four times as long to catch up to their peers. And I find that cruel because along the way, kids are losing self-confidence. They are losing their, their skills they're falling behind their peers and they believe they start telling themselves things like i'm dumb, i'm stupid, i can't do this. I and then they it changes their whole trajectory in life. It is so so important. Please help children early. The earlier we help them, the more the less help they need in the long run. Right? Like if you know in kindergarten that this child is really struggling to learn their letters and sounds, and we give them intensive intervention in kindergarten, then it, they only have to learn this much of the overall curriculum for you know 12 years. They only have to learn a tiny amount. They can catch up with intensive intervention, strategic, really in place. And then they might start to fall behind again, but a little more intensive intervention, right? Because And the falling behind again is because there's new skills being taught that they don't have. And they're having trouble, gaining those. So then they those need some intervention and then they might fall and we catch them up, but they're never are falling where they are multiple grade levels behind. They're just a little struggling, a little confused, a little need a little extra help to basically stay with grade level is what we're really kind of trying to do here. And with the way that the laws are written and IEPs are developed, that won't always happen. So if you have the means and abilities, your child will benefit from outside services most of the time. So, I, and I'm not going to get too much into that, but it, it is something that just honestly, unfortunately, that's where we're at right now. Um, but there's a lot of great programs that are in schools and do whatever you can. <laughs> um, reach out to me and we, we'll, we can talk more. Okay. So then we get this question of, well, my kid's in high school and they're reading at a fourth grade level. Is it too late? Like, do I just give up? And no, (laughs) we never give up, right? But the older they are, the more their brain has kind of cemented. Those neural pathways are a lot more solid and it's going to be harder for them to learn. It's going to take a lot longer for them to catch up or to gain the reading skills that they're lacking. We don't give up, though. We still put forth that effort. You just have to know going in, it's going to take longer. It's not a lost cause. It's not like, oh, well, we're just going to have all the text read to them out loud, and we're not even going to try to teach them how to read. I don't think that's fair. That's limiting what you believe your child is capable of. And I know that you don't think your child is not capable of being full complete reader unless your child has a particular profile where they're not but um, for most kids with learning disabilities they have a high intellect but there's something getting in the way and we can work around those blocks we can teach them how to read most kids can learn if they have proper instruction proper interventions so even if they're in high school and reading at a fourth grade level or below they can learn the skills they need to get to mastery and to be successful. Uh, And it's going to look different for everyone, but it's, no, it's never too late. It's the point, never too late. So all I want you to really think about here is it's never too late to start helping your child gain lost ground. And the sooner, the better. The sooner you start getting them help, Today, find them someone. If your child is struggling academically, find someone to help them today. I can help you to some degree. (laughs) Depending on availability, when you contact me, I might be able to work directly with you. um, Or we might be able to just book some educational consultation calls and get something figured out where I can help you figure out a plan for, for your family. So you can email me, Kimberlyn, at decodinglearningdifferences.com, and we can figure something out. I look forward to hearing from you, and I'll talk to you again next week.